Let's turn our Bibles to the last chapter of Revelation, chapter 22. And we are going to read verse 6 to 21. Revelation chapter 22, verse 6. And he said to me, These words are faithful and true. And the Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, sent his angel to show to his born servants the things which must soon take place. And behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who heeds the words of the prophecy of this book. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I heard and saw, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed me these things. But he said to me, do not do that. I am a fellow servant of yours and of your brethren, the prophets, and of those who heed the words of this book. Worship God. And he said to me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is near. Let the one who does wrong still do wrong, and the one who is filthy still be filthy, and let the one who is righteous still practice righteousness, and the one who is holy still keep himself holy. Behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to render to every man according to what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life and, and may enter by the gates into the city. Outside are the dogs and the sorcerers and the immoral persons and the murderers and the idolaters and everyone who loves and practices lying. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come. And let the one who hears say, come. And let the one who is thirsty come. Let the ones who wishes take the water of life without cost. I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues which are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his part from the tree of life and from the holy city, which are written in this book. He who testifies to these things says, Yes, I am coming quickly. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with you all. Let's pray. Blessed Father, we thank you for your word. And as we pause our hearts and minds to hear from your word, may you bless your word unto our hearts and glorify yourself. We ask that you will speak to us, O oh God, uh, at this moment. And as you speak, may we listen and may we reduce what we hear to practice. In Christ's name, amen. The book ends as it began, with a glorious and comforting promise. Behold, I am coming soon. That's repeated three times in this uh, chapter. Verse 7, behold, I am coming quickly. Verse 12, I am coming quickly. 
verse 20, I am coming quickly. It is a repeat of what was stated in the opening of the book when Jesus gives John the prophecy and, 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 and assures him. And in the opening chapter, it is John who says Jesus will come soon and he will come to judge the world, to judge the nations. In the closing, it is Jesus himself who is saying, personally, I am coming soon. And he says this to encourage the people of God to remain faithful and persevere. It is a promise that is meant to sober and spur them on. A people in the midst of trials and hardships. And Christ says to them, I am coming soon. Reminding them of this promise. So Jesus is encouraging an embattled people to persevere obediently and faithfully in light of his coming. So how are they to live? Firstly, must remember that obedience is the pathway to blessing. It says in verse 6, these words are faithful and true. And almost an assurance. I mean, if, if you've been told I am coming soon, uh, you begin wondering how soon is soon. My son asks a lot of things. Daddy, can I get this? Can you make me this? Can you do this? Can we go this? And I'll say, okay, sure, we will, soon. And he'll go away for like two minutes and then come back and say, I am waiting. He says, yeah, 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 I, I, I said soon. It's, it's, it's not yet, you know, just, just hold on. And I talk to him about patience. Uh, and so now what he has done is he, he just waits a little bit longer then he comes back and says, I have patiently waited and you're still not doing what I asked. And then I am the one who gets impatient with his, with his impatience. But when you hear the promise, I am coming soon, and life gets hard, and trials keep coming, and tribulations keep unfolding, you, you start wondering, huh? when is this soon business happening? And so, give, says, this, these words are faithful and true. He is coming soon. And we need to remember uh, the idea of soon there 
is, is the idea of he, he, he's coming quickly, he's coming suddenly. And, and also remember that uh, a day is like a thousand to the Lord, isn't it? And Peter also mentions that God is, is patient, right? And waiting for, 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 for those who have not believed to believe. But the one who heeds, obeys these words is a blessed one. And so, in light of his coming, those who are God's people must hold fast to his word and heed his word as they wait. But they must also worship God. So John sees all these things and he falls at the feet of the angel to, to, to worship him. And, and you see this happen several times through the book, don't you? That, that, that John mistakes the, uh, the creature for the creator. He wants to begin worshiping the messenger. And the angel says, no, 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 stop what you're doing. Worship God. And part of obeying and, and, and living rightly and persevering in light of Christ's return, dear friends, is that we, we, we heed God's word, but that we, we worship God. For those of us who are ministers, the, as an aside, we, we, we need to have the attitude of the angel, don't we? Say to people, stop what you're doing. Worship God, not me. There's a, there's a danger that those of us who are messengers, who are mere ministers of this glorious God, can believe our own press. In a world of marketing and packaging and self-exhortation, instead of pointing people to God and pointing people to the glorious reigning Christ, we want them to notice us and to recognize us and to say, well done, don't we? And we want the praises of men. Oh, be careful, dear minister. Get out of the way. Those who are truly blessed of God and those who are God's people must worship God and, 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 and you should be careful that you are not drawing any of that worship to yourself. And say to people, worship God. I don't want to belabor that point, but and you know, whenever someone says that, 
means they're just going to do a, the very thing they said they, they don't want to do. But, 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 you know, there's this whole talk of, you know, servant leadership and we are nothing and, 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 and it sounds good. But living it is completely different, isn't it? We trumpet servant leadership, but then we have issues when people actually treat us like servants. But a servant is okay with not being noticed or recognized because he is pointing to his master and he wants everyone to see and notice and worship his master. So people must worship God. It says, don't seal up the words of the prophecy of this book for the time is near. There's an allusion to Daniel here. Daniel is told, seal up the words of this prophecy. But here, John is told, don't seal it up because the time is near. Obedience is the pathway to blessing. The one who heeds the word, who holds on to the word, is the blessed one of God. And then, there's a, because the time is near, the unbelieving will be unbelieving. The those who believe will believe. Again, uh, another illusion to Daniel 12. And there's a sense in which saying, hey, the time, is, time has come. You, you need to make up your mind. Or People have made up their minds. They have heard, they have seen, and they have decided. And blessed are those who heed this message. But secondly, we must live in light of the judgment of God. So he says, behold, I am coming quickly, verse 12, and my reward is with me to render to every man according to what he has done. He is coming and he is coming to, to, to give judgment. He is coming to uh, give everyone their due, everyone what they deserve. He will reward the faithful and he will render judgment to the unfaithful, to the unbelieving. In verse 13, he says, the, the, the one who is going to judge is qualified. I am the Alpha and the Omega. Right? He, he has the right to, uh, he knows all things, but he also has the right to end all things. And he is coming to give everyone their due. So live in light of this and persevere in holiness. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter by the gates into the city. 
Blessed are those who persevere in holiness and purity. They are the ones who will have who will dwell with him and live with him and have access to his blessings. But he is going to render judgment and separate the believing from the unbelieving. Those, uh, the dogs and the sorcerers, the immorals, the murderers, the idolaters, and those who love falsehood will have no part. And he, Jesus, is testifying to these things. The God-man himself. So, in light of the judgment that he's bringing, the separation that will take place, you need to hear the invitation, come. Anyone who hears, let them come. The one who thirsts, let them come. Come. Couldn't help but remember the words of Jesus in Matthew eleven twenty nine. Come to me, O who are weary and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Live in light of the coming judgment. Respond to the year, this invitation that he brings. Live uh, a holy life. Persevere in holiness. And do not neglect the testimony. Take it whole. I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if anyone adds to, the, to them, God will add to him the plagues which are written in this book. Take it whole. Don't pick and choose. Heed and obey faithfully. Because he is coming. Obedience, live in light of judgment, and eagerly long for his return. Since we were talking about two points, three points, I needed to have the last word as a Baptist and give you a third point. Eagerly long for his return. Testifies, he who testifies says, I am coming quickly. The response, the prayer is come, Lord Jesus. You eager, you long. I mean, you long for those you love, don't you? It's been good being with you, men, but I can assure you. I can't wait to go home. I always said to the men in the church, there's something wrong about a man who is not eager to go back home. 
And there's a sense in which for the believer living in this world, there is a longing to be home, a longing for Christ to return. You are so uh, preoccupied with who he is, you love, adore, and, and worship him daily, and, and oh, you can't wait. What did the hymn writer say? Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. You, you are waiting. You, you, you are longing. You are eager. You, you. And you hold on to hope. You make much of him and you long for him. And preachers, let's preach. Christ, make much of him and, 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 and urge people to long for him. You know, there's a, there's a serious problem when we go to the book of Revelation, right? And, and the first conversation is, what your millennial view is? Right? I mean, it's, it's presenting Christ in all his glory. And how he overcomes and he is on the throne and, and he will uh, conquer victoriously. And, and here you are like, oh, the book of Revelation. Millennium. You are missing Christ. We, we, we ought to make much of him and, 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 and lift him up before the people so that they see him, they know him, they love him, and they long for him. He is coming. That gives you assurance as you go through the day-to-day trials of life, isn't it? You face difficulties. The proving too much to bear. You know he's coming soon. You face battles and tears and sickness and death. You know he is coming soon. You go through everyday life because you're looking forward, right? You, 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 you're holding on to the promise. And you declare with the hymn writer, oh, when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we will sing and shout the victory. While we wait and long in the here and the now, we live 
obediently. We persevere faithfully. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roar, whatever my Lord thou has taught me to say, it is well with my soul. Though certain should buffet, though trials should come, let this blessed assurance control that Christ has regarded my helpless estate and has shed his blood for my soul. And my sin, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought. My sin, no, not in part, but the whole is nailed to the cross and I bear it no more. Imagine that, I, because he has taken everything. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, oh my soul. And Lord, here's the day when the faith shall be sight, the clouds will be rolled back as a scroll, the trump shall resound, and the Lord shall descend, even so it is well with my soul. Father, may you help us to live faithfully and to persevere as we long and wait for your return. In Christ's name, amen.